welcome to uh, season two of New Key and uh, the first episode of season two. Uh, we are thrilled and we are blessed uh, once again to be back uh, doing what we love the most. Uh, <laughs> you know, as always, um, I'm Spani, your co-host, and Uncle Chi. Yes, Theo. <laughs> and then, yeah, Spani. All right. So today, uh, it's a special day and it's one of the most, I think, important episode uh, for this season that we are starting uh, we know um, as African especially um, there's a lot of things in our community and I think we tend not to talk about most of the time but today we choose to talk about a very specific topic that have been I think some of the most under talk about in our African community yeah. um, which is called diabetes <laughs> Yes, you so know. we're going to talk about diabetes, but it won't just be me and Spani. We have yes. um, an expert in in that field. So. Yes, so <laughs> let's discover who our expert is, uh, what who he is, uh, what's his background. So, Kent, welcome to Nuki. This is your first time ever. <laughs> yes. Uh, f- before you. we start, I would like to ask, what is your what, uh, what is your impression of Nuki podcast man i'm very impressed thank you guys for uh, this opportunity to um to be able to share the knowledge that i have with uh, our brothers and sisters mm-hmm. uh, Af- african brothers and sisters um to share light on this topic so i think you guys are doing a great job to make sure that you know one of the things that people say is uh, knowledge is power. Yes. yes. And so you guys are using your platform to make sure that this knowledge on the topic is being broadcasted so that people can gain the knowledge and make better informed decisions mm-hmm. to live a healthy life. So um, I'm very impressed that you guys and I, I think you guys are on a, a, a great path to really help people. Anytime you help, you are trying to help people, mm-hmm. that's a good thing. And I see the way you guys have conducted yourselves and set this thing up. Um, I'm very impressed and I'm proud of you guys. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate it. Thank <laughs> you. Yeah. Um, Want to jump right into it? So um, yeah, you let's can go ahead and, you know, introduce yourself and tell, you know, people... Who you are and what are you here for? All right, all right. <laughs> <laughs> who is uh, Ken? My name is Ken. Uh, last name Riverson. I'm a, actually a, a Ghanaian. Uh, I was born in Ghana, in Africa, in West Africa. So um, I've been in the United States for quite some time. I'm a clinical pharmacist, uh, trained pharmacist. I have my doctorate in pharmacy from this uh, university, from University of St. Joseph in Connecticut. I moved to Colorado a few years ago and I'm working currently with Children's Hospital here in Colorado. But prior to that, I I did adult practice uh, where we treated people with diabetes and and so it's something that I'm really passionate about to make sure that people gain the knowledge on this topic. Even at Children's Hospital, we see kids with diabetes. Oh, and yes. so it's, it's a good topic to discuss with uh, our brothers and sisters mm-hmm. in this country and also around the world. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Wow. 
<laughs> wow. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That's a lot of studying, educational, you oh, know. Yes. To so, um, <laughs> <laughs> it is. Uh, uh, what I want to know is why did you choose to focus on diabetes? Well, diabetes was one of the main challenges I had when I was in pharmacy school. Okay. I kind of really, the way it works and affects the the body's certain organs mm -hmm. and um, treatment wise is very complicated you know yeah being from africa we are not used to diabetes because of the food that we eat and even it has more carbohydrates but we do more physical activities mm -hmm. you know physical labor work you know you walk to school you your parents walk miles you do kinds of things where you don't see a lot of obese people in Africa, in Africa. you know, like when I was growing up, I, th I think today things have changed yeah. on the continent because yeah. of West westernized mm -hmm. uh, things. But when I was a kid, you know, everybody was pretty much skinny. It's not because you <laughs> you were hungry for food, but it's just because you, go, you even you eat, you go outside and play soccer, you go outside and play with your friends. Yeah. So, you know, we never had that kind of condition you know mm -hmm. that disease but here in america is very common because yeah. of the way their processed foods are and now mm -hmm. we've noticed that this disease doesn't just affect uh just americans it affects our african africans. brothers and sisters mm -hmm. and all kinds of minority groups so um you know it's something that i, I had a tough time grasping in pharmacy school and mm -hmm. Uh, when I graduated, I made a, an effort to really understand more of the disease. So I kind of basically went to South Dakota to work on an Indian reservation. Oh, so, wow. you know, I was on, on the reservation with Native Americans in a hospital, a federal government hospital. Mm -hmm. And over there, there's so many people with diabetes. So I was able to help and I was able to expand my knowledge on the mm -hmm. disease. So I think now with more of our brothers and sisters you know having this chronic disease mm -hmm. it's my passion to really uh put some information out there some knowledge out there and also one of the things that drove me into this was my mom mm -hmm. she got type 2 diabetes wow. at some point she was really obese and i was able to help her lose weight and also for the diabetes to get out from her bloodstream that she's no longer on insulin or mm -hmm. any medications for Amen. diabetes so we thank god for that so i think it's the same way i think when people know the knowledge about this and mm -hmm. um the help that they can get from it they can able be able to live their lives not being bound by this disease and the medications which are so expensive also to treat wow. oh, yes. that's 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 <laughs> really you know uh, really great to know that so i know you mentioned um type 2 diabetes um can you how many type of diabetes are there because usually you hear type 1 type 2 i uh, don't know if there's three or four <laughs> you know those step like we have to be able to the people need to understand when somebody says um type two mm -hmm. what does that mean or type one what can you explain to us what are the differences between all those uh, types okay yes so there's uh two types of diabetes okay. um there's type one and type two diabetes mellitus um and then there's also a third one that is called gestational diabetes now, with the gestational diabetes, it usually happens during pregnancy. 
So when a mom is pregnant and she goes into labor, they may discover that she has gestational diabetes. And what basically means is that um, at that point, the insulin in her body and the blood sugars, I mean, something is wrong. And so, you know, they will end up often giving birth to a baby that weighs more than like uh, four pounds, I mean, nine pounds, which is about four kilos, kilograms. So when you end up having a baby that weighs, uh, if you end up delivering the baby that weighs more than nine pounds or f- four kilograms, that p- increases your risk for diabetes at some point. Because at that point you have gestational diabetes and then that's how you end up with um, delivering the babies that is so big like that. The type one diabetes is um, something that happens where usually um, the, the pancreas has beta cells. So these the pancreas is an organ that's uh, below the stomach. Okay. So that beta cells, when it gets really destroyed, the body is not able to produce in enough insulin, mm. maybe little insulin or no insulin at all. And when that happens, we say somebody is type one and it's mostly genetic. Okay. So it can happen to younger children or adults. Okay. But if you if you have type one, usually at a younger age, you, it's known. So the doctors would discover that or diagnose you with it. And then it's like a genetic thing, you know. So either you have you have that at a young age and then you grow up with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are medications to treat all these diabetes. Type two, basically there's two interrelated, interrelated problems with type two where the um the cells um in the muscles and the liver in the in the fact it's not able to produce enough insulin um so sometimes there's insulin resistance it's the body is not which the cells cannot use use up the the insulin and the other problem too is that the um the body the pancreas does not produce enough insulin at all and so when that happens, we say someone has type 2 diabetes. And the type 2 diabetes is common in adults. Okay. But recently, there's been increased cases of children developing type 2 diabetes just because of obesity. Obesity is a main risk factor. And mm-hmm. with processed foods and things, salt and other things going on with our diet in the United States, you see younger kids today developing type 2 diabetes in the past it it used to be like an adult type 2 diabetes but now you have kids that will end up having type 2 especially if they're obese um but the type 1 is basically genetic just affecting it's something when you're born it's just genetic thing that maybe passes on family family blood yeah especially where people will pass it on to their kids and stuff like that so um, it's something that when it's found, you can see that in the pancreas, they have these cells and they're called beta cells mm-hmm. that is basically destroyed. But, and so they cannot, the body, the pancreas cannot produce enough insulin or maybe no insulin at all. Mm-hmm. And so in that case, you would classify those people as type one diabetics. And the type two is just when there's insulin resistance or, um, 
the body insulin is kind of impaired where it's mm-hmm. not able to produce enough insulin in that case so so with type 2 cannot develop that as being healthy adult as i am today can you like can you contract that and can that be something or am i i'm no longer uh i've passed the window of contracting type 2 diabetes is there like a window a certain age yeah so type 2 diabetes increases as we get older especially at the age from the age of uh 45 years old and older Mm -hmm. so when you get you're at the age of 45 and older your risk increases for type 2 diabetes so in, in when you get to that point if you're healthy then you don't have to worry about it but if you're not healthy there's certain things that um certain signs and symptoms that puts people at risk besides that risk factor of mm-hmm. being older um if you have um some people there's fat distribution in the body so they store fat more in the abdomen mm-hmm. rather than like their hips and thighs and other parts of the body so in that case for example we say if, um men if you're a man and your uh, waist circumference is if you if we measure that and it's over um 40 inches you're you've you're increasing your risk for type 2 diabetes wow. and if you're a woman and you we measure your waist and your waist circumference is over 35 inches you you're increasing your risk for type 2 diabetes and then there's other factors like obesity so um like you say if you're healthy that means if you're healthy you're not obese <laughs> but if if you're obese obesity is a main risk factor it's a main risk factor for the type 2 diabetes and then we have the other kinds of things that can also increase your risk for diabetes sometimes people will have um people will have certain um dark skin pigmentations mm-hmm. in their necks or in their armpits those are signs for, f- to look for maybe there's insulin resistance sometimes it's often insulin resistance causing those dark pigmentation in those places those are risk factors to look for and then there's you know as you said before you know family history yeah mm-hmm. you know if you if you if your parent or your sibling has type 2 diabetes your chances of you getting type 2 diabetes is also, is also high Mm-hmm. So you have to make sure if your parent or your sibling has type 2 diabetes, you kind of do certain things, have certain measures in place to help reduce your chances of you also becoming type 2 diabetes. I mean diabetic. Mm-hmm. And also there's race and ethnicity uh, oh. problems. And that is uh, something that we don't know why, mm-hmm. but African-Americans or black people, um, Hispanics, Asians, um, Pacific Islanders, Native Americans—they are at higher risk of developing type two diabetes than white people. So, if you're black, you, you know that—that's a risk factor itself. If you're Hispanic, that's a risk factor itself. So, you just have to make sure you do certain things that doesn't in- continue to increase your risk for the type two diabetes. Do you, so, do you think 
it has to do with the way we eat <clears throat> because um like in a, one example would be seasoning if you mention those races when it comes to their food they make sure is we are seasoning and more than one or two seasoning <laughs> yeah i i think in general um we tend to eat more uh carbohydrates so mm-hmm. the problem with diabetes especially type 2 diabetes has to do with you know glucose okay you know glucose is the main energy source for the body yeah you know for our body for the cells to use and you know there's two ways you make you know glucose which is blood sh- which is sugar mm-hmm. so you know either you make it through food or the liver makes it and stores it so there's two things you can uh, make glucose food that you eat to get glucose which is used to make energy f- mm-hmm. for the body for the cells in the body and also the liver the liver makes glucose and stores it Now when it comes to food I think most of our diet is really loaded with uh carbohydrates. Carbohydrates is just basically glucose, it's mm-hmm. sugar. Um and we do need carbohydrates for energy, but it depends on how much you're eating these wow. things. And um with black people and Hispanics and other ethnic groups, we tend to eat things which are not really really balanced like we're saying with this um all these seasonings and spices and certain things fruits and vegetables we are not known to be eating those things and mm-hmm. you know sometimes eating vegetables and fruits can be costly you know in this especially in this country oh yeah you know those things are very expensive so for somebody to spend almost eight dollars or ten dollars to on a salad <laughs> you know versus yes. you know you call that grass <laughs> it's exactly when you, you know. eat that i say why are you eating grass <laughs> are you a goat <laughs> yeah right versus you know if you can get like mcdonald's you know big mac with you know a good amount of coke you know yeah. and french fries you know <laughs> for <laughs> you'll be full for the rest of the day exactly you know <laughs> so we tend to you know go towards the foods that Uh, heavily uh not really there's it's mostly carbohydrates mm-hmm. and you know we don't balance it with certain fruits and vegetables most of the time you know like i said if you're eating those foods and your physical activity is low you don't exercise then you, your body you're gonna keep putting up weight and like i said obesity is a main risk factor for type 2 diabetes. I mean, you're already black or Hispanic and now so you're already at one risk. One risk. And now you're eating adding more risk. Adding more, you know, eating unhealthy, mm-hmm. that's a second risk factor. And then you gain weight, you know, obesity so that increases your risk even higher. And so when you get to a point where Like I said, the fat distribution in the body, if you have more fat in certain areas, more especially in your abdomen area rather than your thighs and your hips and other places, then you're adding more risk. You're increasing your risk. The thing that is interesting about diabetes is you can have type 2 diabetes for years without having any symptoms. Mm -hmm. Mm. And I'll go over the symptoms of type 2 diabetes so people become aware of it when they do have it because if it's not being treated, then you can you can 
live and think you you're healthy or maybe if you think you know you're fine because you're not having those signs and symptoms then at some point it can get worse where you can end up being in a hospital mm. so um it can take years without you having even signs and symptoms some people they'll have signs and symptoms right away but it's very important for our viewers and for people listening to really understand the signs and symptoms and if you have these signs and symptoms you should really make an effort to book an appointment to see your primary care doctor to explain some of these symptoms you're going through so that they can properly diagnose you um to make sure that if you because if you diagnose early that will help mm -hmm. prevent certain uh emergency problems from happening later on okay um so you talk about the risk factor of the symptom and all these things and some question you know is it true that if you have untreated um diabetes can that lead to uh, a defect or an effect on your body for example like losing your thumb or your finger or your side vision or mm -hmm. get to a point where a, a part of your body they have to uh amputate it because you did not do what was uh, right or take the right precaution to prevent that can those weak factors are true or it's just something that just want to hide the people to yes take this seriously yes thank you for that question it's very important because i think you know the complications of type 2 diabetes is far worse than what people think it is um but like you said it can affect your vision so most people with type 2 diabetes usually um some of the their vision they can go blind easily wow if they don't go especially make an effort to go to to get their eye exams uh yearly to make sure that glaucoma and certain things are not being uh caught in early mm -hmm. you know so vision is something that happens but before i get to the complications um let me talk about the symptoms yeah the signs and symptoms because it's important for people to know if you're having these signs and symptoms that's something that you should start to um, make an effort to go see a doctor so increase increased thirst mm -hmm. when you become thirsty regularly it's not like you've eating and you want something to drink it's like constantly you're drinking constantly you're drinking water so increased thirst is one of the signs and symptoms that you may be having type 2 diabetes okay. increased urination so you you end up going to the bathroom to pee a lot okay so it's not just once maybe you you get up and go pee or twice because you you just drank water but mm -hmm. you can see that you're you're peeing more than usual so you know everybody pees but yeah. if you see that you're peeing it's more more, than more like every hour or so you have to run to the bathroom to pee that's there's a problem a problem that is maybe related to type type 2 diabetes okay um hunger um they have to keep eating and eating and eating that can also be a symptom of uh type 2 diabetes um blurred vision mm -hmm. um you don't have any blurred vision but all of a sudden 
things are becoming a little bit blurred to you with your vision that's something that is another sign or symptom of type 2 diabetes um and like i said sometimes people will have um pigmentation like dark areas in certain parts of the body especially the neck and your armpit mm -hmm. if you see that this that dark pigmentation in the neck often that could be that there's insulin resistance okay. going on so that's something that you have to also look for mm -hmm. um sometimes people become fatigued they become really tired like just just like that tired. without doing anything yes yeah so that's also another sign and symptoms of uh that you, you you're more likely to be type 2 diabetic and also tingling in the feet mm. that you mentioned tingling in the feet if, if you start having tingling in your feet that's something that you need to be you need to talk to your doctor about because that tingling in the feet could be as a result of type 2 diabetes going on and to, so back to your question with the complications um often people will have um no sensations in their in their feet mm -hmm. so they can step on the on the nail and not mm -hmm. even feel that they step on the nail wow because the <laughs> nerves the nerves there have been damaged with type 2 diabetes what happens is it damages your nerves that goes into your feet so even if you step on the nail, you may not even notice you've stepped on, step the, on, uh, on the nail until maybe you get home or something, you see that you're bleeding. Mm -hmm. But wow. with, without type 2 diabetes or if you're a normal, healthy person, if you step on the nail, you're going to yeah. really scream. <laughs> you're going to really the feel moment, it. The moment, you're you going to feel it. <laughs> but if you don't have that kind of sensation where you feel it, oh man that is a thing that you, you really need to see your doctor because the nerves there may be already damaged Damage. yeah so people with type 2 diabetes they have to go for regular foot care mm -hmm. um where they have to check their foot and make sure their foot otherwise it will get to the point where um they will have gangrene so they have uh, no sensations and infections where their feet may have to be amputated like you're saying mm -hmm. and then oh. i've seen i've seen people's toes being amputated mm. um in hospitals and people's leg maybe have to be amputated because if you're not taking good care of your foot and you have type 2 diabetes and you have infections it will get to a point where we may have to cut your foot off you know is it uh, because I, you like they're trying to prevent it spread to your oh wow just like cancer or something exactly. you know, wow yeah <laughs> so this diabetes <laughs> thing is really <laughs> serious it's yes. not a joke yes honestly. and uh, more, there's more complications it can affect your cardiovascular system affect your immune system affect your kidneys affect mm. your liver um so it's very important you know your kidneys your liver um all these are important organs that Know, type 2 diabetes can affect and sometimes with men it can also affect um the uh, sexual performance wow so <laughs> you know all these are very important Ooh, sometimes <laughs> men are blaming the woman especially all african men oh wow this is very important guys if you guys are watching go check uh you know you know especially sensual 
we are talking about this you know one thing that i feel like especially african the african community or african immigrant most of us that came here i think as refugees or some type of um type of way that we were brought here we have a full coverage such as medicaid that is given to us but there's a small percentage of people that take advantage of it to go because um, it's very expensive to, to to go you know seek a professional health professional or have a primary um care physician that they can go on a regular basis because everyone assume i'm fine i'm healthy right. yeah. i'm good yeah. i don't need all <laughs> these things but the thing that you know ken is talking about those are very serious thing like and there yeah we there's some stories <laughs> there are some stories yeah, you um, know Wow. Yeah, go ahead. No, I'm just no, that's blown away with the information. <laughs> yeah, because, you know, I'm glad that we have this topic, especially on this uh, diabetes thing, you know. I, I believe last year or a year ago uh, with our younger African brother that just passed away suddenly. Um, the one, um, I think from, I think it's from Ghana, if you remember. The, uh, the drummer. Uh, he's talking about Divine. Yeah. Divine. Yes. You know that was same church, same yeah. church. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. <laughs> so you know, with when that news the news broke out, a lot of us was like, oh. I mean, it was very shocking. He was you know, like at the young age. He was so you look at him so fine and everything, but suddenly you wake up the next thing you heard the, the sad news. Like that is something like you know we have to take this health. As Africans, automatically, it's like, oh, witchcraft. Somebody <laughs> did not right. like the guy. But really, is is like reality. Is like, how are we taking care of of ourselves? Uh, we we had a, another case too, but like we don't, we older people where they just fall and then they're gone. Um, we cannot say it's diabetes, but we don't know exactly what happened. But like, it has to do with high b- blood pressure. Mm most of the time okay yeah. so you know this is very important people need to take this health especially when we have medicaid <laughs> why people have to pay out of their pocket uh, we we most I, of them I, I pay a lot of money for insurance so, so yeah you, <laughs> you see but the vast majority of all africans you know because look at it if you come here as a refugee you have Until from the age you came all the way to maybe you are 18. You have that, like, use it for your advantage, your parent. You know, take advantage of it. Use it. Because if there's something that they can cut earlier while you still have that insurance, they can prevent you for a long term, um, you know, the follow-up, all these things they need to do because you have that. But the moment you lose that coverage, you no longer have the money to cover for those built animals because those bills are not cheap. Oh yeah, no, it's a yeah. lot of money. Um so what what would you advise people to like how often should they do doctor check or check in with a doctor for physical or and other things? Like annual checkup. Yeah, I mean once you develop type 2 diabetes, you have to follow up with your doctor um every year. Mm-hmm. Um With there are certain things you may have to follow up with every six months with labs and tests mm-hmm. to make sure. And also, you know, you have to make um, 
eye, eye appointment to see your eye doctor every year to make sure they're checking for your eyes before you go blind. Um, with the labs and tests, you, I believe you have to do every six every six months. Mm. It all depends where your type two diabetes is because um, there's something called hemoglobin A1C, and that's when they do your when you, once somebody is type two diabetic. This hemoglobin one AC is one of those tests where they check to see your level. Mm. and some people could, their level could be at 10% 8% it all ranges based on the individual mm -hmm. so some people you know your doctors probably it's, when somebody have type 2 and the the first thing is you want them to lose weight if they're obese mm. losing weight is a main key factor if you're obese and you have type you've been diagnosed with type 2 diabetes if you're able to lose weight um, and not that you should lose weight like rapidly, like do some crazy thing where you're starving yourself to lose, <laughs> weight, to lose weight, but the effort should be in exercising to and eating small portions to lose weight because you don't want to, you don't you don't want to starve yourself mm -hmm. because what happens is something we call hypoglycemia, which is. Wow you know, HYPO, hypo, that means low blood sugar. Mm -hmm. When people have low blood sugar, they can easily faint oh, yeah. because they, they, they become weak and mm -hmm. um, you know, the blood sugar goes down. So they haven't had anything to eat. The blood sugar goes down. Sometimes they could be sweating a lot profusely, mm -hmm. all those things. We don't want that. So that's how type, type 2 diabetes is very tricky because when you have type 2, your blood sugar is high. high. You know, there's blood sugar in your your glucose, your blood sugar in your bloodstream is already high. Mm -hmm. And so we say hyperglycemia. But at the same time, if you're not eating and you're starving yourself, you can go into hypoglycemia. Both of them are pretty, all both bad for you. Mm -hmm. So we want people to be able to eat normal, but not, you know, in the same way they used to eat before. But, you know, your your diet has to change, you know. You know, balanced food, small portions. You know, if you're gonna have meat, not like a whole bowl of meat. <laughs> if you're gonna have rice, a just small, small portion. portion. So basically, you know, you have small portion of maybe you balance things out. You have your your, your rice, which mm -hmm. is your carbohydrate, small portion. You have your vegetables. Um, in a day, you have to have a, a certain servings of fruits and vegetables in a day. So I would say, you know, small portions. You know. Is and you, you're not starving yourself. Mm -hmm. So you know, based on your hemoglobin one A1C, you have to, uh, you, you know, when you go for your checkups, your doctors will design a plan that is designed for, for you, you specifically that will help you manage the type two diabetes. So one person can have type two, the other person can have type two. Your hemoglobin A1C level could be higher than this person but the doctors have to in, uh, just make sure that the plan is individualized for each person mm. um the plan to manage the diabetes so yours could be different yours could be different um and so if if you if you are losing weight it's a good thing you know they'll keep monitoring and doing other labs for you if you are not losing weight they really want you to lose weight 
and also increased physical activity is very important. Before you become type 2 diabetic, I think one of the things we have to stress about is eating well um, and exercising, mm. making sure that you're losing weight, not eating too much sugary stuff. You know, you can have ice cream and other things every <laughs> now and then. <laughs> some True. people, they go overboard, you know. <laughs> <laughs> or some people just cut it off. They cut it off. Completely. Yeah. So You know, uh, let me ask this. With the all the Western uh, food product, there's some type of study to it. Like they can, you know, you look on the back, there's like calories, this, mm-hmm. you know, they have all those on the back. One, are they telling the truth? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go oh, ahead. Well. So that's on the uh, Western side. And most of us in uh, um, from African community, we don't eat the same food product. We, we not all the time but occasionally we do eat some of what um we find here in this country but most of the time we tend to eat our native uh food from back home mm-hmm. and in your study is there a way as being as there ever be any study to study the food that we eat from back home to determine how many calories are into uh, if let's say you you make jollof jo- fries, okay, <laughs> what what the amount of calorie into this? If you eat pepper soup, like what is you know like as there be any way so that we can say don't eat too much because the amount of calories into this jollof rice is too much. Maybe you need to cut it down. Like as there be any type of that study because most of the time when you talk about it, people's gonna be like, well, I ate yeah. all those food. My great great parent ate their entire life in Africa. Why are you trying to tell me now? You see, we have this kind of uh, back uh, people pushing back into right. this. Well, that, that's a very that's a very good question. Mm-hmm. I think I don't think there's been extensive um, studies uh-huh. in, in in mostly on our African diet, mm-hmm. in, especially in Africa, because for. You know, type 2 diabetes, like I was saying, it's been around for years, yeah. but it's more, um, we have more cases here in the United States, maybe more than any part of the world. Mm. So like in Africa, uh, in Africa, we, we, regardless of our food, our local dishes and stuff, you know, I think with now more people, there's been some increased cases of diabetes uh, in, in our countries mm-hmm. um and so the researchers they are studying it but i think what they're doing now is they're not really focusing on calories per se because with our diet is really <laughs> really really hard to yeah. really find out the calories and <laughs> things like that but i think you know like i said this this westernized food and you know it's really interesting you know when I was a kid, we never had Burger King in, in, in Ghana. Now they have bur- Burger King in Ghana. In Ghana, you know the food McDonald's, that, yeah, pizza, yeah. The food that we ate, you know, as children, and when we were growing up as kids, and our our grandparents and our parents and our ancestors, even though it was mostly some of the carbohydrates, there was also meat and other things that provides protein. You know, we it, we come from places where we also have, we put certain things, you know, in our food like seasonings, 
mm-hmm. herbs and other things and um so we kind of mix it up even though we eat more uh, mostly carbohydrate stuff mm-hmm. we are also physically active you yeah. know in our countries and so now the the type 2 diabetes is is growing in some of these parts of africa but i don't think it, there's enough cases and even though they're researching now on some of these things but i think with the united states with calories they've realized that obesity was becoming the problem mm-hmm. you know and it's the main risk factor for type 2 diabetes so with calories people what you're taking and you're eating all this stuff you know the numbers say okay if you ate a hamburger you've consumed maybe 500 calories that's a lot <laughs> And then you go eat French fries to it. You've <laughs> consumed these calories, and then the you coke have this. <laughs> so they started to do all kinds of things and diet coke and diet this and diet that. And there's no calories in some of these things. But I think you know if you are in this country and you are African or black, you're already at risk. You know, and so we, we, without foods, it's really hard to eat. And you know physical activity is is pretty low in this country oh yeah you know you go to work you come home you're tired you can't go to the gym you can't can't even walk in your neighborhood sometimes you know all kinds of things and you know people just even from their homes to go to the grocery store they have to drive you know Mm -hmm. sometimes everything is you have to sit in a car and those are things that put people start putting people in, in, in into trouble for mm-hmm. you know gaining weight because yeah. you know you're in the car most of the most time of the everywhere time. you go you're going to church you're in a car you're going to the grocery and car sometimes it's even five minutes away but you just <laughs> you get drive. in the car you know yeah. to yeah. drive you know mm-hmm. and then you and then you come home you sit to watch tv so we do a lot of sitting then a lot of being getting up to Activity. work around you know sometimes you know you could eat what i always say is when you eat you can eat what you want to eat but make sure you're you're being physically active right so after. even if you, yeah instead of just eating and just sitting on the couch to watch tv and have ice cream maybe you can just you know sweep around the house you can maybe clean just to keep yourself moving and by being up you can vacuum the place you can mm-hmm. maybe say you you helping out with the kids stuff or you're playing with the kids like let's go outside throw the ball around uh, all these things you know because what you put in you have to be able to put out at some yeah. point you know burn some of these things and not take them in and not be physically active you know mm-hmm. it gets to a point it gets harder because people want to go to the gym but working out and exercising at that point it, it gets harder mm-hmm. you know and there's no motivation but if you eat you know you 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 got some energy because food is a source of energy yes and then you're able to burn some of the energy because now you, you feel like you have energy to want to sweep the, around the house mm-hmm. you want to do something you want to go help a friend move something wow. all these things are good you know instead of maybe driving if there's a small store uh, convenience store next to you instead of ride a bike or something ride a bike you know and that's one good thing about Colorado you know I li- the physical 
outdoor activities is plenty and so i think yeah. how people should take advantage of it there's so many different parks nice bike trail trails hiking all these are nice things to do you don't have to do anything to impress anybody but do it mm -hmm. just you know if you're able to go for just a mile walk after eating just do it nice if do you're it. able to ride your bike in the afternoon to the store to pick up maybe a gallon of milk just do, do it. it you know sometimes it's not just driving in the cars and mm -hmm. just going to this but they've designed this place you know sometimes you have to get on the highway to get to the store <laughs> but if you it's something traffic and, all these and you're sitting and it's all stress and all this stuff so it can get a lot and even you know some of the long-term complications of diabetes is like one of them is like depression it gets wow. to the point people get depressed you know with mm. the disease how it takes a toll on them their physical bodies the medications they're taking and you know all the stress with you know like you said traffic and mm -hmm. all things yeah, yeah. work related stuff you know yeah so it, it builds up and next thing you know you're developing other diseases also so wow <laughs> so this health <laughs> situation health is complicated honestly oh, yeah. um yes health is complicated and to be able to avoid all this complication you need we have to start early like taking yeah. care of our body early on and we'll be able to prevent all those um complications later on but i see you got some posters are you you want to talk to us about what you have here or yeah i think some of the things i already mentioned mm -hmm. um through our discussion uh, this is a roadmap uh to better managing your diabetes and that okay. this is a roadmap that when i i trained a little bit on diabetes and this was provided by the american diabetic uh diabetes association wow um so the ada provided these posters so these posters are made professionally by the american diabetes association to help you know for me to be able to have a group of people to be able to go through even like you know it could be one person for mm -hmm. me to go through this to show them sometimes people have to see pictures to really understand some of the disease understand this disease and take good effort to manage it um so I already explained, you know, diabetes is basically the pancreas not being able to make insulin or little insulin and also sometimes resistance to insulin. Mm -hmm. So that happens with type 2 diabetes and that happens with type 1 with just no insulin at all. And glucose is what we need as glucose is just uh, sugar. So in the in the body, you know, blood sugar sugar goes through the body and we use that sugar as a form of energy mm -hmm. so we get it through the food that we eat or through the liver making it and storing it for us so uh the first poster on the right you can see you know this is a road map um basically to help people to get to their goal to manage their diabetes so some of the things we talk about uh, definition of diabetes is there um, you can see that and also how much we eat, what you eat and mm -hmm. when you eat. So, I'll, you know, like that poster says what you eat. So what you eat, we've already discussed these things. Yep. You can eat whatever you want to eat, but make sure what you eat is small portions. You know, don't 
make it all carbohydrates.、Mm-hmm. Make sure that your plate is just filled with everything. You know, you have your meat for protein. You have your 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 all your fish for protein. You have also your maybe your cup, your rice or your fufu and、mm-hmm. all kinds of things there. <laughs>、um, but then you also have your greens, your vegetables. You、oh, know,、yeah. it's very important to have some vegetables and.、Mm-hmm. You know, and then make sure during the day you have some fruits. You know, you eat fruit. You don't have to eat so much, but if it's a banana, if it's orange, or if it's、uh, pineapple, something, make sure you have some fruits. Also, strawberries, whatever,、uh, and also how much you eat. Like I said, don't eat so much. Yeah. You know, like just because you can afford it doesn't mean <laughs> you should go for it. Yeah. You know, small portions, and also when you eat, it's very important. It's important you eat. You know, it's, if you want to eat three times a day, it's fine. If you want to eat twice a day, it's fine.、Uh, just make sure when you're eating a certain point. I would say if you have type two diabetes, what I my advice to my mom was: don't eat past certain time at night. So、mm. you know, in the evening, make sure you finish eating by latest by seven. So by dinner you should have your dinner by seven, because if you have dinner by seven, you finish eating dinner, you know, and then you go for a walk, you know, especially in the summer where the weather is nice, daytime, you go for a walk for maybe half an hour, and then you come home, maybe you come and help the kids with whatever. If you have、mm-hmm. kids at home, help them with their homework, with their bath and other things. You read to them, and then you can be able to go to sleep. Maybe latest by nine, nine thirty, because you get up. You know, if if you're single, you know, and you go to work is different. But when you have kids, you know, you know you have to get up early, early. and prepare for the kids for school. So you know, going to getting enough sleep is also very important for your body.、Um, so make sure you don't eat too late. Some people eat like eleven p.m. <laughs> and all that, and then they. You have to give yourself time for the food to digest.、Mm. So when you eat and you go to sleep right away, especially if it's full of carbohydrates, you、That's、just、fine. it's just a way where it doesn't get digested and you're just gonna keep building fat. And sometimes、mm. when that happens, you see people beside building fat in their bellies and stuff like that. So fat is not evenly dis it's it's not evenly distributed throughout the body, you know.、Mm. So. Those are things where I think you know if you give your time, chance、uh, a chance to eat dinner early, and then if you get a little bit hungry, you can have a small ice cream or maybe a fruit. Yeah, or a snack. A snack, exactly. And then you go to sleep. You feel like you're hungry around nine, but if you set your time where you go to sleep, a certain time, you know, make sure you eat two hours before you go to sleep.、Mm. You know, don't eat and just go to sleep right away because it doesn't help your body really digest the food, and the food doesn't help you. It's just a way to just you know keep gaining weight. So、uh, do something before we, before, we, yeah, before after we, we eat, after eat, after, after eat, we, after we, we go、yeah. to sleep. I mean, if you, even if you cannot go for a walk, make sure you you're happy with the dishes. You know, standing on your feet, not sitting on a chair to do dishes or something <laughs> like that. You know, if you have a dishwasher, it's different. You know, you could be sweeping around, you could be helping. 
you know, your, your spouse, <laughs> you know. I feel like it, it, people are going to hate you, Loki, hate you because you are giving a lot of men work to do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you this know? goes for the ladies too, you yeah, know. Yeah, you got... Hey, you got to be active. You can just say one person is going to do all the cleaning. <laughs> this country taught us contrary to everything we have learned in Africa. So See, sometimes when you do these little things to help out, now your woman, or if, you, if you're a man, your woman appreciates it. Mm-hmm. Now, but you... You're doing it for yourself oh. to make sure you see, and you, your woman doesn't know you're doing you're for doing yourself. For yourself. <laughs> but you, you're helping out, and she starts appreciating you, like, "Oh man, you you're know, helping me." But my husband is helping me do these things now. But you know, you're doing it to keep yourself to keep healthy yourself. and to prevent you from gaining weight to get this diabetes. You know, that so is very, it's very a good smart. thing. You know? It's a good way to think about. Yeah, it. you say, "Oh, let me get this." You know, you're helping out small, small in the house. Mm. You know. It all adds up. <laughs> well, to that spend the whole day cleaning the entire house by myself. So, hey, I got something accomplished, Uncle T. You see, that's awesome. Yeah, yeah. thank you. Yeah. You know, we are really blessed um, to have you here, and you know, and for those who are wondering about the poster, the poster is going to be included in the video as we put everything together. So, so for those that are listening, they cannot see. Then they will have to try to. Is it accessible like online? No, but um, I think you know you you, you take pictures of it and yeah. That, I'm yeah, saying for those with audio. Uh, with audio. Um, no, they will try to make their way to visual <laughs> to watch it. Um, yeah, I we mean, would direct they, them. They can check your park, your YouTube, and yeah. other things channels. <laughs> yeah, see some of these so things. Trying to get we can put. We can. You have the photos, right? No, not yet. Okay, we will take it and post it even on social media if they want to see it that as well. I think that will really help them um, a lot. Um, we are blessed, you know. This has been no, a lot no, of this is information. We are very privileged for you to, you know, take your time out of your busy schedule because you are busy especially <laughs> doctors man no, he's, <laughs> it's, it's never easy you can get a doctor just like that <laughs> oh no you know? yeah um, so but yeah you before it's <laughs> enough i want to you know get it more so, yes you say you work at children hospitals yes. if any of our viewers parents say like oh man maybe i don't trust the Muzungus, uh, white people. <laughs> you know, I, I, I don't trust the white doctor. There, I rather reach out to you. Maybe I feel more comfortable you explaining to me what's going on and all these things. Is there a way for the people in the community to reach out to you? And yes, um, I, I I maybe reach uh, through email, okay. um, and my email is kriverson the number one at hotmail dot com. Okay. Um, and also, you know, I'll provide you guys. Uh, Theo has my cell phone number. Be so real. if anything, if people want to reach, reach out to me, they can go through Theo and you to, uh, if they have questions or they mm-hmm. want to set up a meeting, a group meetings, or they want to be part of your uh, discussion. podcast discussion, maybe mm-hmm. in the future you guys can invite people and have sitting this we have some chairs here yeah yeah and then we can they can ask questions directly and Mm then um we can provide answers to them the best way we can um so through email and phone that my phone number is accessible if i'm not working i'm happy to help people so 
um the other thing i want to get back to this poster so yes. yeah i didn't mention so, yeah. so this one on this on the left hand side this second poster that says continue your journey with diabetes mm. conversation map that one shows the short-term complications and some of those things we mentioned about you know and also the long-term complications the long-term complications is where it's very rare it's very important for people to know some of these things we talk about the nerve damage mm-hmm. the ki- your kidneys being affected you know some people end up going on dialysis and all these things wow. those are long-term complications of the diabetes going blind um so you know these are very important to for people to be aware of that this diabetes if it's not being managed properly mm-hmm. first of all there's no cure for it but it's treatable <laughs> and it's manageable Ooh. and so you know you, just you like can, hiv <laughs> right but this is even Wait. better because with hiv if you get hiv you need medications with Constantly. this you need you can lose weight mm-hmm. and really that will help if you're somebody who's obese that can really help with the, the, with the way the disease progresses mm-hmm. so it, it's very important that people understand that they can manage this and they can beat it mm-hmm. i mean they can get to a point where they don't have to be on insulin like on that poster you can see that this we have medicines that we can give to people to take by mouth orally or there's certain medications that can inject into their body and one of them is insulin mm-hmm. um, so you see somebody with type 2 diabetes where their insulin is kind of impaired so you need insulin and they have to get these insulin medications and these insulin medications are very very expensive so like you said before if you have medicaid uh, make sure you take advantage because medicaid covers these insulins so mm-hmm. if you get to that point but don't try to stay on the insulin forever you can manage this d- disease mm-hmm. and get off the insulin if you if you exercise and that's one of the things you can see is people exercising and they, it says in that flag there say go for your goal so they're exercising you know some people are walking walking is very important some people think they have to run every day to really maintain their weight but exercising at least half an hour or to an hour a day mm-hmm. is very important for your body mm-hmm. so you can walk just an hour a day you can walk early in the morning for 30 minutes and walk 30 minutes after you finish your dinner or maybe do things in the house that maybe is half an hour of exercise mm-hmm. for you those are very important things and healthy eating is very important keeping active you always have to keep active you know don't be idle sit idle just you know not if you're not reading a book where you're sitting <laughs> or you know try not to be somebody who just sits and watch tv all day <laughs> get while out. You've, you've eaten a whole bunch of you know <laughs> you know starch yeah. foods you know yeah. like our foods and the thing that i want people to also know is know your abcs your abcs are basically um a is for your hemoglobin a1c which mm-hmm. i talk about the test that shows your level of where you are as as a diabetic type 2 diabetic your b is for your blood pressure what diabetes also does is it can affect your blood pressure mm. so you have to know your your blood pressure to make sure you maintain your blood pressure in a certain normal range that we want it to be and that is your less than 120 over 80 
and wow. your C is for cholesterol. Mm. Now your cholesterol is very important. With type 2 diabetes, sometimes people have high triglycerides, which mm-hmm. is a form of kind of a cholesterol. And they also have uh, we also have good cholesterol and bad cholesterol. Your good cholesterol is called the HDL and your bad cholesterol uh, cholesterol is called your LDLs. You want to make sure that you have high good cholesterol, your mm-hmm. HDL. So mm-hmm. when you go for your physical a year, make sure when they do your labs, your cholesterol levels, you check your HDL to make sure your HDL is up for is in the optimal range, is mm-hmm. higher. And then your triglycerides is lower. Those are very important things for you if you are diabetic or somebody who's trying to stay healthy. Make sure your cholesterol is also being managed because all of these things affect diabetes affect all these things your blood pressure and your cholesterol levels so it's not just one thing it's just all the organs in the body can be affected you know your cardiovascular system your immune Mm -hmm. system you know your nerves your nervous system that's why you know i said you know your nerves in your your feet can all be destroyed and also your nerves as a man, your you know your sexual activity can be affected because your nerves may not be. It may not, woman, it may not, guys. It, it may not be pumping blood enough <laughs> to do the work, you know. Oh, wow. wow! You know, health in general, f- coming from Africa, you just hear all those things. Oh, the person died of this. The person this. Yeah. But you never get to experience. Here we have this opportunity where we can see everything the science behind it the education and all these things and just sitting here listening to how you are describing some of these things <laughs> you you know it it tells me that like regardless we have to do better as human you know i'm like yes i understand most of us from africa we believe we are 100 percent healthy and all these things but we are right now living in this country where i see highly polluted a lot of things are not cooked well. A lot of things are not um, we're not meant to be for our, our body, but we are not exposed to it. We have to take the extra step going on, um, living healthy life and just be better for ourselves. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, speaking of cooking, um, what about cooking and microwaving? Mm. Well, you know, the microwave... Um, debate has been that this radiation exposure when you put food in the microwave for so too for too long oh. because all these radiation these microwaves and all these things you know um you know they said it's expo- radiation exposure mm-hmm. but it's all it all depends on how long the f- you put the food in if you're using it for like a minute or two to warm your food fine but people who use it to cook <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, 10 see, minutes <laughs> this is what i mean like you know in our countries in in africa i think sanitation was the main problem where yeah. you know people would die from malaria or mm-hmm. some sort of infection infection disease but like things like cancers and you know diabetes it was it was not it was common rich people it, it was. was not common you know diabetes was for rich people yeah, <laughs> and, and you know, you come in here, and then people are doing all kinds of things, you know. But I think, you know, if 
if you can use a microwave but i think it's for warming food certain things quick one minute two minutes three minutes yeah but like those small stuff yeah but, like but not for like you know meal. cooking <laughs> cooking cooking you know when it comes to cooking i think the stove is there is for there us for to, yeah you know to use the stove and the oven to cook certain things you know okay with it i think that's more important because we we've been spoiled with the western lifestyle mm-hmm. but you know um i think you know if you don't have if you if you're african you don't have the means to you know be able to afford certain things like to be able to afford gym membership unless where you live has a place for you to work out um <laughs> if you're not able to be uh physically active on your own to you know do the walkings and other things you're putting yourself at more risk you mm-hmm. know because like in this country people that can afford eating healthy afford gym membership and afford certain things they can eat a lot of food but you you see the the life expectancy in this country for men is higher, higher. and women is even higher mm-hmm. but you know that means even if you are african if you, you can eat your healthy f- local foods mm-hmm. but if you're able to balance it with eating fruits and vegetables and exercising and keeping active i think you can live longer mm-hmm. i mean we know for sure that some of our great grandparents live way mm-hmm. longer mm-hmm. you know in back home you know and they did not have the luxury for gym membership and all <laughs> these things but because they were active and you know they were not lazy they mm-hmm. were you know providing for the families and women are even active and physically uh, active in in our countries and do things taking care of children and doing all kinds of things they're able to stay active but here you have the luxury you can be spoiled to eat whatever you know there's you, know, you get tired you don't want to make prepare food i think it's always best if people can prepare food at home Mm. than eating out because most of the food out is you know high, is high high in salt mm-hmm. um so sodium intake is high and th- all those things are bad for your blood pressure and then the cholesterol you know they use so many things you know things are fried you know but if you make it from home you know how much you put in, in. and most of the food out here know it's also process you know yeah. like you can go to mcdonald's and get like uh <laughs> nuggets or s- something it's already processed process, they've yeah. already made it and put in in, in the refrigerator for it's just sitting so there. long yeah. and then they bring it they ship them and they're using it and they so it, you know when you can make, make your own food at home first of all it's cheaper it saves you money <laughs> and also it may taste better for you the way you like it oh yes you know how much salt to put in how much oil to use to fry mm. or to cook it or to bake it or you all have of that control stuff. of what exactly good. and that's what we used to have back home back but home. when you're here with your work busy schedules oh, and yes, everything yeah. you know you may be going to school you may be doing all, having a business doing you may be so tired that you don't want to cook you want just and cook you and go get, but in all your quick and goes make sure that you are exercising <laughs> <laughs> at True. some point it does add up I mean, you're not being physically active and taking taking care of yourself and also people one of the things with africans is they don't go for checkups oh, yes mm. 
So, Talk about it. you know, it's important, like you said, if you have Medicaid or if you have any private insurance, even if you're healthy, just go for a yearly physical checkup. Go for your checkups and, you know, if there's any problems, they can be seen early rather than later on because mm -hmm. if it's not seen early, then they can cause problems later on. Yeah. So if you have insurance, you go for physical checkup once a year. If you, regardless of whatever insurance you have, make sure you go for your checkups. And if you have type two diabetes, make sure you're going for checkups every three to six months, wow. once a year for your eyes and your foot and everything. And every time you make a doctor office visit, make sure they're doing labs to see where your numbers are. Because if something is going on with your kidneys, you will, not know you will not know unless the lab shows that this is where your kidney function is or your wow. liver is whatever is going on with your liver. So make sure we are taking the advantage of, you know, going to see our doctors once <laughs> a year. If you're healthy, if you're not healthy, try to make an appointment at the earliest you can to see your doctor. If you have all the signs and symptoms we talk about, you need to see a doctor, mm -hmm. make an appointment to see one and make sure you explain to your doctor what you're feeling, what is, what is going on with you. That way the doctors can do more tests to make sure they can treat you early so mm -hmm. that you can manage the diabetes or whatever problem is going on. Wow. <laughs> it's funny. You look like you have more questions. No, I think she has <laughs> but, um, nailed it down with this. I think my last question was you just going to be between Najas Jolof and Ghana <laughs> <laughs> No, This has been really a great yeah, thank segment. You so thank you so much, Dr. Time. Ken. Uh, thank you, guys. We apologize if you went a little over the it's, board. It's the information. The information. I think our people need to hear um, this we are so thank you uh, we are so happy and thank you for having you hopefully this is not the last time uh, <laughs> of if the opportunity presented we will figure something in the future to come back again maybe with live or Johnson have yes. a conversation with people and they can ask more direct questions and yes. all this thing yeah right. thank, you. <laughs> thank you so much uh i think wow. dr ken has said a lot uh, and ghana jollof by the way is <laughs> ghana jollof is way better than niger jollof hey the, the world will my, never my, go my to my fellow hell. nigerians i'm sorry to tell you this <laughs> but you guys can really you guys stole the jollof from ghana and then <laughs> but ghana jollof is way better <laughs> Yeah, I think so. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you. Thank you guys for having me. Yeah, thank you. Mm -hmm.